Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today are the other 90s clothes apparel in my closet. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the uh, hippity hoppiness. I'm the trendiest guy in school, Jared. What's going on, guys? Armos checking in. Uh, I got to say, I'd be the uh, Tommy, Phil Tommy Hill figure in the closet. You know what I mean? Trendy. It was we'd fly looking good. I love Tommy Hilfiger actually. Yeah, do you not wear it now? Still, like, I still wear like Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah, that's what I'm confused about. But it was like if you look at the clothes back then, like the logos were like really big and obnoxious. Mm, Dude, I do. It's, it's a different style than the ones. Giant logos these days. was all in the 90s. Anyways, I am Dan. I play Minus Pebble Walker, your tiny little swarm keeper ranger. And, uh, you know what? I am the Air Jordans of this podcast. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> I thought we were doing things that, like, people wore in the 90s and they don't wear anymore. Like, not things that just got created in the 90s. And Fine, now one of the I'm biggest the like, apparel brands in the fucking world. <laughs> so, it's like, uh, alright guys, I, uh, I'm Gucci. Uh, uh, this is like we said two very popular styles of clothes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fine, I'll I'll change it. I'm the denim jacket of this podcast. No, 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 no. Go. I got I got a better one for you. Dan is just Dan's fired. Be from the Fubu, <laughs> the Fubu. <laughs> I don't know which brands were actually created in the '90s. <laughs> okay, here for for instance, I got you. My name is Alec. I played Drill of the Ashborn. In my '90s apparel is the infamous, famous brand. The, the big old F on the shirt. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I know people. I know people. <laughs> yeah, yep. I know people that would get that. They got that like tattooed on them. Oh, and it's like, what? damn, dude, that was like the worst mistake you could do. All right. What, what was it? What was it? The F4? Was it for like it was like Travis stars? Barker's brand that I think he made. And it's like famous. And it's just like famous. That That's exactly yeah. what it was. Famous clothing. Yes. Yes. And you know what? I'm going to be the Volcom. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Big old diamond with the cool purple graffiti uh, across your chest. I had a Volcom hoodie that I wore forever. Nice. Forever. <laughs> Segway. Okay. So, you know the deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot I was supposed to get Oops. Okay. <laughs> now, you know the deal. Before we do the recap, we're going to do the run down. And today's rundown is brought to you by Alec. Yeah. Okay. So this week's rundown is probably one of the most important ones we can do. Uh, the Patreon. Um, every single every single person that supports us in any shape or form is always appreciated. But the Patreon allows us to keep coming up with more content. Um, you know, every single dollar that is given to us in the patreon we are right now just absolutely pouring it back in the podcast because we want this to grow and be the best podcast that we can be um so if you feel like supporting and obviously only if you can because this again this is totally voluntary uh, go to patreon.com slash dnd 404 now i'm gonna go ahead and roll this giant foam d4 that was half eaten by my rabbits where if uh whoever it lands on has to give the recap for the last session where if it rolls on one it's me Two is Dan. Three is. <laughs> Fuck, wait. Three is three is Alec. Four is Jared. Nope. nope. 
I was so excited. What is me? Two is right. Two is two is Alec. Two is Alec. Yep. Three is Dan. <laughs> and, four, and four is Jared. I'm like looking at it like it has the fucking answers written on it. Like <laughs> you should just write our names on it. That yeah. might help you. Well, what if I want to use it for other things? And then when I it's roll for other things. It's already chewed up by your bunny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean use it for other things? I mean, you stumble on two of them every uh, time. You just He just shot a me a look, by the way. Bento shot me a look. He doesn't like how. <laughs> he doesn't like the tone in which you just said that sentence. So, mm. And I agree with him. I agree with him. How dare you? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. Here we're going to go. We're going to throw it. Wait, that's not a chewed side. That's not no. good. That's not good. I don't want to do it again. I used up all my energy last time. Oh, okay. It's Jared. I'm gonna. No, that's not me. Oh, I yeah, had four. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not I, me. <laughs> it doesn't say four. It says packs, and I was yeah. like, I thought that was the one. I'm not packs. <laughs> okay, starting our adventure uh, last session, episode eighty-two. We emerge out of the hole. As we emerge out of the hole, we are greeted by a large bird-like creature in the distance with glowing red eyes. We take one step and all of a sudden it disappears into smoke. It's around dusk time. We decide to create a map for the temple of Yanagu. Did I say that right? I'm going to just say that I did. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we found a village and there was a bunch of hunting traps there with an archway. The green haired lady. Uh, we proceed inside. Green haired lady Ellis greets us. Seems old, but looks young, question mark, still there. She said that this was the second set of visitors today. Town is called Tamor Dan. Uh, she says she can remove the curse of Armos's gecko that has been uh, troubling him all these times. She said she'll offer to heal us. We go to get healed. Zith is there, tells us that he's been jumped by a black dragon and he was hurt and had to crawl back to town. Armos plans his death, but then goes and takes a walk, gets cured by Ellis. Ellis then helps remove the gecko curse, which is awesome. Yay, no more of that. Everyone gets a long night's rest. Drell wakes up with blood on his pillow. Drell finds out from Ellis that he has a hereditary disease that's slowly killing him called Frost Rot. Drell walks around outside the town while Minus and Armos confront Ellis about the dragon figure. Drell is surprised attacked by Adelram and the black dragon flies over, sprays acid all over the city. Bard, play the intro. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Boyos, welcome to session 83, where we pick up today's session at the gates of Tain Morden, where Drell was blindsided for just a moment as they eat as the blunt side of a great sword smacks him on the side of the face where he received 28 points of damage as Adelram and two of his men side by side surprised him from the bushes. At that moment in town, as Minus was walking out of Ellis's home, a black dragon flew into town as other Red Guard members of Adelram's troop invade the town, spewing acid, dividing Minas from troubling townsfolk that are running in chaos as some of the huts seem to have caught on fire. 
Drell, as you were hit by Adoram's greatsword, I need you to make me a contested strength check as two of the guards take this opportunity as you were just hit with the blunt side of the greatsword as they try to restrain you. It's a 16. Ooh, so the two guards got a natural 20 and a 17 as they jump on top of you. With surprising strength, they pin you to the ground and they have your arms separated, almost like your are T-posed on the floor. And they have their knees on the back of your elbows holding you down as your weapon drops just beyond your grasp. When you look over to Adelrem as he approaches you, you see, um, give me a perception check as you look over towards Adelrem as he's walking towards you. Got it, mm -hmm. that's 12. With a 12, you notice that from the bushes where they jumped out of, you see some empty vials on the ground and you know that they're really strong almost supernatural you can conclude that they took some strength potions before coming at you and that's how they're able to hold you down with such ease and Adelram gets down on one knee as his great sword slams into the ground he tries he gets as close as possible with his face as his great sword digs into the ground he goes you please don't kiss me <laughs> you wish drill but isn't it so convenient that whenever we meet like this, it's always you shackled in some way. And you hear the rustling of chains. We're gonna go over and pass it to Minus and Armos. Armos, you're just coming out of the medic hut from interrogating Zith. Minus, you're coming out of Ellos' hut. When the two of you saw fire coming from the villagers' huts, you see that there are there are two of these red guard members coming in from the north side, pushing civilians along. And when you went to go help the menace, uh, your initial reaction, a black dragon came from the sky and spit out acid onto the floor, essentially blocking you off and halting you for a moment. As a black dragon lands in the center of town, in the middle of these giant rock spires used to like signify the center of town, and is drooling acid and it's melting the ground around it almost plaguing the grass and it is staring at you and it, as it looks at you menace it looks over to ellis and speaks to you in a deep voice surrender the hag or suffer the same fate as these men <laughs> my prediction <laughs> <laughs> the what we killed that hag ages ago her cookies are no more you make cookies? And he looks at Ellis, confused for a second. Cookies? <laughs> and she shrugs her shoulders. I look at her, back to the dragon. Mmm, I'm gonna scrub my eyes at Ellis. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. <laughs> what are you saying, Menace? Uh, have at ye? <laughs> well, he asked you to surrender the hag. We're not in initiative just oh. yet, but we are talking at the moment. Can I see through these bushes towards Drell? Do I know what happened to him or no? You do hear some commotion from that end, but with everything going on, some of the huts being on fire and a black dragon landing right in front of you, you don't know exactly what's what's going on there. I pull out my bow for the first time and I notch an arrow of dragon slaying and I point it towards the dragon I'm like, you better stand back. I don't know what this person is to you, but uh, I don't want you messing with these civilians. When you say civilians, you hear a couple of laughs from your north side of you from the north side of town as two of the guards are pushing a group of townsfolk towards the center towards the dragon at sword point and you look very scared so as you notch your arrow of dragon slaying 
You see that he recognizes the arrows instantly, and he, his eyes narrow at you. And he, you see that more acid drops to the floor as this black smog is released from his nose. He looks very angry as his nails curl up onto the ground, and you can hear the ground crunching between his between his fingers. Yeah, I pull the tension a little harder on the string and squint back with my chest puffed out. Armos. As you're coming out of the Medicut, you do see some of these buildings on fire, and you witness Minus drawing his bow. You do see a lot of these town folks at sword point, and some of the huts are on fire. Drell's nowhere in sight. What are you doing? If I look around, how many enemies do I see? From your point of view, you see about four knights coming through, and they have like a group of three to four civilians at sword point in front of them. So the dragon's staring at Minus. The other guards are looking at us. Is Zith's next to me, right? Zith is laying in bed, very hurt. And he is in no way or shape or form to be able to fight during this, right? No. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna slowly kind of walk towards the direction where Drell is just to get eyes on him, to, you know, warn him. Cause what is it? Last we saw him, he was like walking out the city, right? Yeah, he was waiting for you guys by the gate. So I'm gonna slowly inch over as unconspicuous as possible to to get a to get sight on him to see if he sees what's going on. Make me a stealth check as you are trying to evade the sight of the black dragon and some of the guards. Okay, well, first roll is the best roll. Sixteen. Sixteen. With a stealth check, you are able to make it through the bushes and hide in the foliage just well enough to make it to the gate. When you make it to the gate, as the dragon is staring down Minas, that's where all the attention is. You look beyond the gate through its natural barrier, and you see Drell pinned onto the floor by two of these guards with Edelram kneeling down face to face. He looks like he's about to get up as he said some words to Drell. And Drell looks like you see Drell bleeding from his nose a little bit, like he just got hit really hard. Yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Do I know you? <laughs> I just say that to Edelram. Oh, Drell, you know me. Very well. Doesn't ring a bell. What's your name? He grabs you by your face and he lifts you up. And he's like stretching your body a little bit. So he meets you to his and he goes, is this steroid Joe? And I nod my head to the little canisters in the, um, that I saw the vials that I saw on the tree line. All natural baby. <laughs> As he ah, leers what? into your eyes. You're going to give me. I'm not giving you a kiss. Just stop. Where's the tooth? Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> Well, when I was younger, I lost some of them, and my mom always told me that, you know, there was, like, this Goliath fairy that would come in, and, like, I would get some, you know, food or candy for him, so, um... He punches you in the mouth with his gauntlet, and you're gonna take... You're gonna take nine points of damage as he cracks you across the face. Make me a constitution saving throw. DC 10. Ooh, 11. Ooh, you feel like you almost got some teeth knocked out of you. I can pull teeth all day, but this isn't the teeth I'm looking for. Hmm. I, uh, I'm trying to think. Tooth, tooth, tooth. Can I, like, make a strength check to try to see if I can get up? <laughs> uh, yes, in just a second. On that note, we're going to pan back over to Menace. Menace, you are face-to-face, -face arrow knock. <laughs> Black dragon. <laughs> What are you doing? Um, I mean, we're in a standoff right now, so I, I, mean, I already told him to stay off. What is he doing? You see that he's trying to inch closer. He's in a 
pouncing stance. But these guards are bringing over the townsfolk to him. Give me an insight check. Uh, that is a 20. It's very clear that he's going to start offing people if you don't give in to what he wants. All right. Let's all be calm. What exactly do you want with Ellis? Ellis owes us her end of the bargain. I look at Ellis. She's worried about her townsfolk, but you see that she has a look of guilt on her face. She also says, she goes, I don't wish harm on anyone. I was really hoping you didn't come to this village when you did. Did you bring it? Did you bring the tooth? What tooth? I'm not sure. They informed me that you were going to bring some type of cursed artifact, which they wanted me to remove the curse from it. If I did that for them, they would leave our town alone. Oh. So there's an item with a curse on it that they wanted, and you could have gotten rid of the curse, making it a really strong normal magic item. Yes, mechanically speaking, yeah. I look over to Armos. <laughs> See if he catches my eye. As, <laughs> as he looks at me, I sink into the bushes like Homer Simpson <laughs> me. And uh, I got something I want to do, but I want Minister to go first. Well, we don't we don't have a tooth, so I don't know what you want from us. Persuasion check. I mean, I'm telling the truth. We don't have a tooth. Which is why it's persuasion and not deception. <laughs> uh, 15. You see that his eyes narrow even more. The white of his eyes aren't even visible with how hard he's squinting at you. And he looks like he just doesn't believe you. And he leers more and he goes, well, you may not have it, but I believe one of you do. Well, you know its whereabouts. And you see one of the townsfolk come closer with by one of the guards being pushed along. And you see that he snatches one of them. He has him under his claw and his face gets really close uh, to the townsfolk. He goes, you better start talking. Or these townsfolk are going to suffer for your choices. And Ellis tries to take a step forward with her cane, but stumbles a little bit as she looks very concerned for the well-being of her town. We're going to pan over to Armos. Armos. Fading into the bush, bushes like Homer Simpson. What are you doing? So I have a cool plan. I don't know if it's going to work, so I'll explain it. And then you tell me yes or no. As I'm hiding in the bush, I start to cast Summon Greater Demon. Can you read me that spell, please? So we know what it does. You utter foul words, summoning one demon from the chaos from the abyss. You choose the demon's type. Must be a challenge rating of five or lower. The demon appears in an unoccupied space uh, that I can see within range. It's uh, 60 feet. You roll initiative for the demon, which has its own turn when, this, uh, when you summon it. And for each turn, therefore, after, you can issue a verbal command to it. Requires no action on your part. If you issue no command, it spends the turn attacking any creature within reach. At the end of each of the demon's turn, it must make a Christmas saving throw. The demon has disadvantage on saving throws if you say its true name. On a failed save, the demon continues to obey you. On a successful save, your control of the demon ends and the demon spends its time pursuing and attacking the nearest non-demon uh, to the best of its ability. So, do you have a demon in mind? Yes. Almost. What demon are you going to summon? I now need to add to this fucking combat initiative. This is gonna start initiative, by the way. Okay. Just so you guys know, this is gonna this is gonna start initiative. Yeah. <laughs> so as I'm seeing that we are vastly outnumbered, I reach down inside into my book and I find a page that I haven't used before, and I summon a greater demon. 
of Balgura. Uh, so the, I'm at the entrance on one side. If you're coming into the town, I'm, on, I'm in a bush on the left. Ada Ram's kind of right behind this bush. I'm going to put it right over there. It is considered a large fiend. Okay, so you summon a massive Balgura, which is a large demon. This is going to start initiative. And at the start of it, so this is going to be the first action uh, before we go into initiative. What command are you giving to Balgura as you're summoning it in the bushes and it quickly towers the foliage? To get Drell free. You see this giant demonic monkey. Drell, you're Drell, you're pressed face down on the floor, and Adoram is just punching you after your quick uh, after your quick quips as you're not giving him the information that he wants. And then boom, 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 boom. Pounding on its demonic chest, a large Balgora emerges from the bushes as demonic essence is revealed. And Adoram looks up quickly. And the guards look over, and Drell, you're able to see this large demon just a few feet away from you, and Adelram utters, pretty warlocks in there. Demon magic. Everybody, roll initiative as the Balgora is going to pounce on Adelram, his two men, and Drell. There's a 10 for Minus. It's a 6 for Drell. I got a 16. The Bargula? Bargula? Bargura. Bargula. The Gabagoo. <laughs> Got a six. Gabagoo. Starting with a surprise attack from the Balgora, lunges out of the bushes and quickly lands on top of Adelram. There's two guards. You see the two guards quickly let go of Drell as they draw their swords as the Balgora goes to lay in some mean haymakers onto these guards. Uh, it's going to do its multi attack and is going to attack each one of them with its fists. And conveniently enough, a Balgura makes three attacks. Nice. Misses against Adelram, hits one of the guards, and then goes to bite down on one of the guards. The guards will be hit. Adelram easily deflects the Balgura, and the guards will take seven points of damage as they are thoroughly whopped. As we go to the top of the round at initiative 16, almost you are in the bush. Reginald is amping up and goes, yeah, now there are two mighty demons on the field. Let's get them, Armos. Let's get them. Let's do it. What are you doing on your initiative? Okay, so since I'm concentrating this, I have to roll, right? Or do I just speak his name? Or how does what, how does that one part work? I just don't want to mess it up. So, yeah, at the end of each of its turns, it's going to make a charisma saving throw to see if it's still under your control or not. And your spell DC is 16? Oh, yeah, 17. 17. Okay, cool. I'm gonna sit where I am as quietly as can. Um, I'll just try to stealth at this point, just to hopefully stay hidden. Okay, go ahead and make me a stealth check. And I got a 21. Ooh, you are convinced that you are hidden within these bushes. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your initiative? No. We will go to initiative 10, which is Minus Pebble Walker and Adelram. Player takes priority. Minus, what are you doing as you are on a vicious takedown? But you but you and the Black Dragon know that a large demon was just summoned at the gate. Yeah, Minus, Minus knows what happened. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going down. Now let's get inside. <laughs> Bang, and I start shooting at the dragon. <laughs> Ew, so go ahead and roll to hit against this Black Dragon with your arrows of dragon slaying. Actually, first, I'm gonna use the bonus action to go invisible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> love <laughs> it. Get inside, poof. <laughs> 
And I'm going to maneuver around the rock, and then I'm going to start firing at the dragon. I got a... Not used to the longbow. 23 to hit. A 23. When you go to shoot that arrow, you see, he sees the arrow coming at f from that angle. He's going to use a reaction against that attack. And you see that as the arrow flies towards him, he goes, pff, he turns into a smoke version of himself. And with blazing speed, he moves 30 feet as he tries to round the area where the arrow came from. And right now he's in this, you see that he's in a smoke form um, for the time being as the arrow went through him and then he moved. And then I'm going to maneuver back closer to the hut. And I guess I'll just shoot a regular arrow at one of the guards closest to me. And I'll be getting that 20. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. That'll do it. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so that is 13 points of damage plus uh, four damage from Sid. Sid riding in on an arrow like an air surfboard, hitting one of the guards, gets him right in the arm, and he's like, ah, get him, locked him away, and let's get this job done. As you see, some of the other guards are now pushing the townsfolk on the most eastern side of the town, or that's what they're going to do, uh, into these huts that look like they're on fire. As we shift back to the outside of the town at the gate, you see these three guards, uh, well, Adoram and two guards are face to face with the Balgura. Uh, Adoram is going to come forward toward the Balgura and he is going to unleash some of his attacks. And you see he has this massive greatsword, Armos and Drell. He has a very big greatsword that seems to be wrapped up by chains around its hilt. He's going to hit on two of the attacks, dealing a whopping 52 points of slashing damage onto the Balgora. The Balgora looks very messed up as he has this giant gash through his body as Adelrem laughs. He goes, <laughs> I thought you were just summon something a little stronger almost, wherever you may be. And we're going to move to initiative six, which is Balgora and Drell. Uh, okay, so I think what I do is I stand up I grab my axe and I say, hey, needle dick Redfoot. And I rip out my tooth and I throw it on the ground. I say, here's your tooth. <laughs> and uh, I fucking use my attacks on him. And so also when I was saying that to him, that was me going into a rage, by the way. Awesome. Love it. Okay. First hit on him is going to be 18 damage. Uh, what do you, what, what did you roll to hit? I, oh, my bad. <laughs> Got ahead of myself. 22. That will hit. So yes, that is 18 damage. And then I'm actually going to use a superiority die to make a, um, menacing attack. When you hit with this weapon, you can expend one superiority die to add to the total damage roll and the target must make a wisdom saving throw of a DC 16 or it's frightened, um, it's going to be six additional damage. The damage uh, takes place. It's 24 damage. However, you know that he is not scared of you, despite how menacing that blow really was. Nice. He might be immune to frightening effects. It's it. I, I figured he was. I just wanted the extra. <laughs> I wanted the extra damage. Nice. Oh, yeah, so this is going to need him, man. That's going to be 24 to hit. That hits. 14 damage. And am I allowed to make this? another type of attack as well or no or can i only do one of those you can use your maneuver on every attack action you make rad okay 
I'll use a distracting strike then, and that is when you hit with a weapon, you can expend one superiority die to add to the total damage roll, and the next attack roll against the target by an attacker other than you has advantage if the attacker is made before the start of your next turn. Awesome, okay. Um, and that is gonna be an additional uh, three damage on him. And then I'm going to action surge, just cause I'm going to try to <laughs> get as much out as I, as I can uh, while I'm still standing. And that's going to be a, oof. I'm using a look on that roll. Give me one second, I like it. Uh, 28 to hit. Oh, thank God for the slow roll. That's going to be 15 damage. And my last attack is going to be, oof, I don't know if this is going to hit 18. That is going to miss. I figured it would. It skates across its armor. Oh, okay. Then I'll use, <laughs> sick, I'll use a third superiority die to do, <laughs> uh, oh, it's called the precision attack. It says when you make an attack roll, you can expend one superiority, superiority die to add it to the roll before or after the roll but oh but before any effects are applied i don't know if that matters it says before or after the roll. oh it's um you need to you you weren't allowed to know if you hit or failed or not you had to do it before and yeah what if i would have rolled it knowing i rolled because i was like i think this is gonna miss does that count i even said it to you i was like i figured Fine, fine. Yes. A kind DM would, yes. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, it's a four, so that's 22 total. That will hit. Thank you, DM. I appreciate that. Hey, no problem. Just remember this in a couple of rounds from now. I know. <laughs> so I think. Uh, that's just 12 additional damage. You see as you're attacking him and laying into him that he is taking brunt of these attacks, but he's taking it like a champ. So he's not immune. He just has a lot of HP. Got it. Staying on initiative six, it's going to be the Balgora's turn. After taking a devastating attack from Adoram, Armos, what is the Balgora doing? He's in a recklessness and multi-attack Adoram. <laughs> okay, so with he's going with advantage. So reckless attack. Yeah. Awesome. So all his attacks get advantage. All three of them. Coming at him with two bites and a, I mean, two fists and a bite. He got a nat 20. And then coming at him with two fists. The first one misses with a 17. And the second attack, the second fist is going to hit with a 22, dealing a total nine plus 10, 19 points of piercing and bludgeoning damage. As the giant demonic Balgura is like, and takes a giant chomp out of him. His crit did nine points of damage. Oh, right. Yeah, the crit. My bad. So I'll double the dice real quick. That was the bite. Did 18 points of damage. He rolled another nine. Damn. Adoram takes 29 points of damage from the demonic monkey's attack. Do you want to make a move anywhere, Armos? No. And as you speak its true name, Armos, and he will roll his charisma saving throw to see if he remains under your control. With disadvantage, he got a nine. He still remains under your demonic possession as we move to initiative five, which is the black dragon coming back into his corporeal form, looking around for menace and does not see him. He looks over by the gate and sees Adoram is in trouble. You see that he looks towards the other guards that are uh, wrangling up the townsfolk, sees that that situation is under control for the most part, and is going to fly into action at the front gate. 
flying over, landing by the Balgora, and he is going to make some attacks. Uh, he's going to attack the demon. It's the most threatening thing there, uh, comparable in size. And he is going to make two claw attacks and a bite. Hmm, this is very similar. It hits with a 17, a 24, and misses with the bite. It is going to do 12 points of damage total. This Balgura is looking very bloodied, but still very much enraged, but looks like it's on its last leg from facing down two very fierce foes. And we're gonna move to initiative one, which are the guards. All the guards in town seem to be preoccupied as they are wrangling some of the townsfolk. Minutes, you see that they're starting to push them into houses that are on fire. You look like you're on a timetable here if you're trying to save them. The two out by the front gate that were holding down uh, Drell are going to take attacks against Drell as he's facing off the Balgura, and they're going to attack with their longsword with the first one misses, and the second one also misses as you are defending their attacks with ease while facing down the fearsome Adoram. We're going to go back to the top of the round in initiative 16. Armos, what are you doing? I'm going to... <sighs> trying to get some space in the fight and get him away from Drell and also my new summoned pet. I'm gonna Eldritch Blast the two guards that are by Drell and the Adoram. 21 for my first hit on the first guard. That hits. A nat 20 on the second guard. Nice. And a 13 on Adoram. Damn it. So the first guard took 10, took 26 damage to the second one. You're knocked back 10 feet from their space, from their, uh, from your trajectory. You are now revealed, by the way, to the group, to the party. Uh, and they are knocked back as Adoram deflects your third Eldritch Blast towards him. And he smiles and he goes, there, there's the rapscallion I was looking for. Okay, so what else are you doing on your initiative? That's it, that's it, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Ooh, we're gonna go to initiative 10, which is Minus and Adoram. With player priority, Minus, what are you doing? As you see the guards begin to round up and as the black dragon has flown away from your position. I poof back into existence. Oof. I see that the dragon went down south and I see that they're trying to haul these people away and I definitely don't want that to happen. Oh, thank goodness, thank goodness, I gotta do it. I'll save some people. Me. They're in trouble, but Armos is over there, so they think they'll be fine. My boy's got it covered. All right, Sid, we, we gotta save some people. Poof, and I go poof again with a bonus action. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna wa like run forward, getting behind some cover again, closer to the guards that are pulling these townsfolk away. And I'm going to start shooting some sling bullets. I'm going to shoot the sling, my first sling bullet at the guard closest to me again. And that's going to be a 29 to hit. Yep, just hits. With, uh, sorry, with my elemental bullets. So that does three fire damage. Six? Six fire damage plus 14 bludgeoning damage. Dead. The stone goes through his armor, through his chest, and out the other side. As you can see, his still beating heart through the tiny hole that you left behind, and he's like, <gasps> and then falls, drops dead. Then I'll hit the guy in the back closest to the farthest <laughs> with more elemental bullets, and that's going to be a 28, I mean, an 18 to hit. That'll hit. It's going to be six more fire damage as well as 13 damage plus Sid 
for three more damage. Ooh, this guy is also badly hurt. One of the other ones you attacked before. And then that's everything I can do on my turn. So I'll just stand here invisible as they take 22 points of that damage. Perfect. And we're going to move to Edelram's turn. As the Edelram sees the Black Dragon get into battle, he looks at the damaged Balgura and he looks at Drell. And as the Black Dragon lands, he goes, <laughs> All right, Timbat, we'll just make quick work of our enemies. And then he looks, he looks at Drell and then he looks at Armos in the bushes and he points his great sword at Armos, almost ignoring Drell. Edelram is going to make a movement. He's going to move 30 feet. He will take an attack of opportunity from the Balgura as he tries to move in between him and the Black Dragon. Don't forget he gets advantage. Who does get advantage? I was standing right in front of him. I wouldn't get one too. Yes, we you would also. Yes, you would also get yeah, attacked by opportunity. Pay the price. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. The Balgura will hit. He's going to take 12 points of damage from the Balgura. Ooh, I'm starting to regret that. Yeah, you are. Uh, 21 to hit. Uh, 16 damage. As you slash him, and he looks at you, and he goes, You are not my concern this day. And you're making Jenga, yay. I just <laughs> mock him as he, like, copycat it. <laughs> I don't like you making fun of my characters, Drill. Okay. Uh, as he moves 30 feet, and he is going to throw his great sword at Armos as a as the chain begins to unravel, it glows blue and goes to attack Armos. That's rude. Very rude. It's about does to he get, get disadvantage because I'm in a bush. He does not. Pew, pew. <laughs> but you do have cover. Oh my god. <laughs> he got a nat 20. I'm just gonna send you a screenshot so it doesn't look like I'm cheating. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, you even see my little owl bear, owl bear dice doing a little dancey dance. You are going to take 23 points of slashing damage and you're gonna make me a contested strength check as you are being pulled in from the sword as it almost wraps around you as it slashes across your chest as the sword is coming back. Nat 20. Wow. Wow. <laughs> nat 20. Let's see if you can also get a nat 20. Let's see. Get that shit off of me. Oh, is it? Oh, you oh, the slow roll. Oh, the slow roll. <laughs> the slow roll. As the sword comes back, he grins and he's going to throw it again. You know what? Just give me another. Can I have another nat 20? Can I have another nat 20? Please give me another nat 20. I don't like that grin. That's that's very DM versus player mentality, Tony. I don't like that verbiage. <laughs> this fight is important and I need a W. Okay, so that's going to be an 18 to hit. <laughs> that hits. Dealing an additional 18 points of damage. Give me a contested strength check as the sword goes to pull you in as it slashes you up again. 18. Jesus, wow. get out of get out of here, bro. Woo. 18. All right, he's going to roll. Oh my god, he got a 16. He has such big pluses, <laughs> and you are literally the weakest character. That's right. Classic D&D. Okay, wow, cool. did you hear that? Cool. He just said cool. you're the weakest cool, cool, character, cool. No, bro. It's cool, it's cool, Armos. it's cool, 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 it's Sword come through, kind of slashed me a little bit, and I kind of backed away. And then I knew the next one was coming because he's a big dope. I saw it with my demon eyes. Big dope. And they just weren't fast enough to not take the damage. But, you know. Edelram smirks. 
and grins as he looks like he's about to throw it again. We are going to move to initiative six, which is Drell and the Balgura. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Maybe two concentration checks almost as you got hit with those two attacks. Wow. Okay, here we go. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, first one was great. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I rolled a 19 and then I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> the Balgura is still very... <laughs> much in your concentration as we move to Drell. Drell. Man, I can't fucking miss right now. Holy shit. On initiative six. <laughs> <laughs> that was, fire, I just want to point out, that was a 20, an 18, a 19, and a 20. Back see to back dice to back. You're using. Let me see those dice you're using. Right? Just waiting as <laughs> dice. Drell, what are you doing? <laughs> um, How big is the dragon? He's considered large. I look at him and I say, you are not my concern today. And I go after Adolfram. <laughs> And I throw my Dorvin, uh, my Dorvin thrower at him as he's running away. That's a 27 to hit on the first attack. Adelram sees the hammer coming and he's going to use a reaction and he's going to call for Timbat. He goes, Timbat, come to my side as he raises his fist into the air. And the reaction is if Timbat is within 30 feet of Adelram, Adelram moves over five feet to the side and Timbat becomes the new target. So he will take the damage? He will take the hit, yes. Okay. And he is protecting them this round. As Timbat flies over, his wings and shroud, Adelram, protecting him. Okay. Um, so that's 11 damage on him. And then I guess Drell looks at Timbat and says, I guess you are my concern. Uh, and I throw my second attack, and that's a 22. You will burn beneath my breath. Um, so that is uh, 14 damage to Timbat. As a bonus action, I would like to second win. Yeah, okay. Um, and gain some HP back. And that is the end of my turn. We're going to go to the Balgura's turn. Armos, what would you like the Balgura to do? He's going to re recklessness. And I mean, if he can't hit Adelram, he's got to hit the dragon. Sure will. He doesn't have to. I want him to want him to okay he's gonna go ahead and reckless attack get him with a advantage yep 18 to hit Woo. so he hits with his bite misses with a claw and hits with his second claw he's going to deal seven points of damage with one of his claws with an additional 10 points of damage with a bite Ooh, good good bite good, good for you Balgura. good for you it is going to go to initiative five which is timbat's turn and you see that with his promise just a few moments ago against Drell, you see his mouth begins to ooze with his acid. He is going to use his dragon's breath, which shoots in a 30-foot line, not a cone, which I'm really sad about. Drell, make me a dexterity saving throw with DC 14. Oh, you got that. Sidless <laughs> 16. Woo. And that's without, let me see real quick. Actually, 19, because I rolled those with advantage. So you're going to take half of 49 points of damage. Huh. Acid damage. Something light. Something, something, something light. light. The Balgura doesn't have to roll, because even if he passed, he still dies. As the Balgura heroically faces down the young black dragon, he's beating his chest, and as he's thrashing on to Timbat, you see that Timbat eviscerates him with his ass's breath as it goes through the Balgura, narrowly missing Drell as he fades into the demon's void. Drell smiles, missing a tooth. 
<laughs> and he is totally wearing his sunglasses in this moment at the point right now. It's very imperative. And we're going to move to the guards. That's one of the guards just out of the reach of the dragon's breath. He's going to attack you, Drell, with his longy long sword. Not the longy long sword. With a 21 to hit. Would you like a reaction? Yes, I'm going Not to. Not the longy long sword. <laughs> um, I get a little dragon sense um, as I'm not even looking at him and I can feel the guy coming up to attack behind me and I'm going to activate my tail <laughs> sorry I was trying to do math in my head 22 <laughs> I rolled the three so my AC is now 22 awesome with my tail so that is going to miss and as your tail sprouts out and you take on these draconic features you see Timbad yells over to you and goes oh, brother why do you side with these Disgusting humans. I'm not a human. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I am either. Our whole party's not These humans. Disgusting uh, mortals. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> these, these pitiful. Why do you. Brother, why do you side with these pitiful mortals? I mean, look who you're partnered with. That guy's weird, gross. He's a total douchebag. Tried to kiss uh, Drell. Yeah. There he smells. Yeah. He smells real bad. Maybe you've had a Tic Tac. Jeez. Although he may be smelly like you mortals, he's also almighty and powerful. Okay. Okay. The second one is going to walk back over. I forgot it was my turn. The second guard that was knocked back. Uh, 15, uh, 10 feet is going to use his mover to come over and also attack you, Drell, with his longy long sword of evil. He rolled a 24 to hit. That'll hit. Ooh, and he's going to deal a whopping nine points of damage as he slashes across your back like a coward he is. And then we're going to move to the top of the round. Initiative 16, Armos, losing your new friend, your Balgura. I'm mad that they killed him because I was going to kill him to get temporary hit points. <laughs> Wow! Almost, that would have been an awesome idea. My God, that would have been amazing. He only had like five. Work or six for me. Life. Die for me. Yeah. Power me. I think you got, you know, almost. I think you got a little necromancer in there. You uh, know, right? Double dipping in the magic. Double dipping. Double dipping in the greater evils. Almost. How great would that have been, though? That would have been, been so cool. I'm going to time your turns. Are you double dipping in the magic? Armas, <laughs> 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 what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so is he still engulfed by uh, T-Mat? <laughs> what the hell? We can make this a T-Mat fight real quick, but no. Uh, Timbat is no longer engulfing uh, Edo Rem. Okay, so I can see both of them. Yes, they are side by side. You know, we're just gonna go with the old, the old special, the old wall of uh, wall of fire, and we're gonna see what happens. Cause he's he's a smoky dragon, not a fiery dragon. But who knows? Who knows? We'll give it a whirl. Uh, they gotta make a dexterity of seventeen. Yes, they will. Adolram passes, and Timbat also passes, and the. Oh, down there. Guard fails. What that means. Toasty. <laughs> How much damage it takes? 33. Wow, that guard down there is looking very messed up as he's split in half by the wall of fire. Not showing which way to go. Um, I'm going to move 
30 feet to the uh, the north. So then, that's my turn. So I was paying attention to the guards, and I don't even get to see Adelram because of the wall of fire. <gasps> There's so much going on, Sid. Let's just keep going. And I'm going to go <laughs> 20 feet forward and shoot again uh, with my... Uh, I'll do a na- one more nature's veil. <laughs> uh, I do a bonus action. <laughs> <laughs> and then pop my head up out of the bush. All right, Sid. Aim. Fire. <laughs> attack. That's going to be... Jeez. Uh, 27 to hit. The guard I already hit. That will hit. And that is normal bullets for eight points of damage. Then I'll hit with Sid for six more points of damage. Dead as Sid adds the insulting blow onto the soldier and smacks him as he falls down. As the other gods take notice to the dead soldiers around them. Yeah, and I'm going to try and attack the one that's still close to our citizens here, not the one in the back. And that is going to be a 18 to hit. It's thank goodness, with fire bullets. Those <laughs> were both ones. <laughs> Two points of fire damage and then 10 points of bludgeoning damage. You see, as the town folk, as you're shooting over them, they're not sure where these shots are coming from, but they seem somewhat hopeful. Do my best. As we move to Adelram's initiative, staying on initiative 10, Adelram, beyond the wall of fire, cannot be seen by Drilla Armos. You just hear him go, Timbat, ride. And you see high above the wall of flames, Adoram jumps on Timbat's back and begins to fly up. Timbat will take half damage as he rides over the wall with Adoram on his back. Please roll me for damage as he makes a dexterity saving throw. 38. Timbat will take 38 points of fire damage as he glides over as, as he is about 50 feet in the air, heading towards you, Armos as Adelram throws down his greatsword. We are now sharing the same action. Timbat will also go on Adelram's turn. So for the time being, while Adelram is riding Timbat, Timbat will also go on initiative 10. That misses, because it's a two. And the second one will hit. Almost make me a contested strength check as the greatsword slashes you for ooh, 20 points of slashing damage. Another nat 20. Oh my goodness. Hell out of here. Come on. Oh my, you, you, you have these god rolls. You have these. It's crazy. Freaking god rolls. I don't know. Last time he had terrible rolls. Yeah, he didn't roll higher than a That's 10 last true. episode. That so. is true. Yeah. I, I cashed out. <laughs> um, as Timbat is also making his movement going on his turn. Can somebody roll me a d6 and let me know if you got a five or a six? I, I don't know. I ain't doing that. I got one here. I got three. Nice. Good job, Ness. Okay. I take that. That's the dragon breath. That is the recharge. I'm keeping it fair. Yep. Keeping it fair as Timbat flies high in the sky. How high are we talking? He is 50 feet up in the air. Perfect. And we are going to move to initiative six, which is Drell. Okay. So I can see him now that they flew over, right? Yes. Okay, um, I'm just gonna attack the. I'm gonna attack the two guards. Um, the guy that's burning in the fire, and the, actually, I'm gonna attack the one that's not the one that's next to me. The one that's not burning in terrible hellish flames. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen to hit. Second attack is a 
28 to hit. That will hit. Total damage is 29. He looks very messed up as you slash across his face onto his shoulder. His shoulder looks like it's barely hanging on as you are slicing up his muscle tendon, but he is still relentless to attack you. And you're the healthy one? Uh, I was healthy. Now I'm not. As you see, I have suffered a fatal sword illness. A hammer illness. Yeah. It's sharp for a blunt object. Via drill. <laughs> and I wink at him. Actually, I turn off into the, the, the fake camera like in the office and I wink at the camera. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. the end of my turn. All right. Uh, we're going to go to initiative one, which are these guards. So the one in the fire dies because it when it moves, it's going to make a dexterity saving throw and it's just going to die from the sheer force of how low he is. So he is dead. Oh, he the, dies from fire? Yes. Oh, I love that for me. <laughs> you get you 17 temporary hit points, you <laughs> son of a bitch. As the one that is looking very messed up from you, Drell, is going to try to attack and he's going to miss with a nine as he goes to slash against you. The two in the north part of town where Minus was trying to fend off, you see that one of the guards, he is going to move and hide behind the two huts as the three people are now shoved inside or the three groups of people are now shoved inside and he is going to move to the north part of town. The other guard still hiding behind the hut. You do hear a horn being blown from behind the hut. A sound of possible reinforcements maybe as we move to the top of the round in initiative 16, Armos. I'm so ready. What are you doing? Eldrick blasting the dragon out of the sky. All three. Hold it. First one, 20. As uh, you dirty. go to shoot your first Eldrick blast, he begins to roll and turn into his smokish form. Can he do that with Adorama on his back? Yes. Oh my his God. Adoram has turned to smoke as he's riding. This guy's cracked. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, I am going to use my bonus action. You know what? No, I'm just going to run 30 feet. Just kidding. Just going to run 30 feet. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to get go inside the house for cover. The medic hut? Yeah. Yeah. What Zith was? Yeah. I'm going to grab Zith off the bed and put him in, up in the window like he's me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay, I can say you make it to his bed and you like wave his hand out. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this next one's gonna be really interesting. <laughs> um, we're gonna. <laughs> so you put Zith in the window, but like, I'm armors. And Zith looks horrified as the black dragon is <laughs> yeah. now returned. He's like, oh, oh, what's going oh, on out there? Oh. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> uh. We're gonna move to initiative 10, which is Minus. What are you doing? Oh, it's my turn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get very far, but I am gonna start moving towards the citizens. Can I see them in the hut when I move towards them? You see them in the windows and three of the huts are on fire. So you see that there's families in each one of these huts, some more than others, because they were corralling them. But yes, the ones that are on fire look very scared and they're probably going to. They're tied up or what? No, they're just like boarded up in there. Since I can't do anything else, I'm going to try and get a... So is the dragon still in that form or no? Yes, he's still in his schmog form. I guess I'll use a dash action, which will get me right next to the next guard. 
to then use my bonus action charger feet to hit this guard with my rapier. Yeah. Yeah. You do that. For those that may not remember, when I do use this bonus action, I get a plus five to the damage after I make that attack. So that is going to be 14 to hit. That will miss. And you see that he's stumbling backwards in fear. And then that's all I can do in my turn. Okay, we will go back to Timbat and Adoram as Timbat becomes corporeal again out of his schmog form and lands on top of the Medikites as he flies down. Can someone please roll me a D6, please? I like your turn. My turn. A four. Let's not get back his dragon breath just yet. As you see, Timbat starts plowing and thrashing onto the ceiling, trying to make attacks. He's going to make two attacks against Armos with disadvantage as he's breaking through the house. Matter of fact, he's going to do a strength check real quick to see if he can break through the roof. He got a net 20. That's what I'm talking about. As he breaks through the roof, two claw attacks coming down on Armos with disadvantage. That's a nat freaking one. And a 19. So one of those is going to hit. Wait, he got a 19 with disadvantage? Rough. Yeah. He's got a lot of bonuses. Uh, you're going to take 10 points of slashing damage from this claw. Got it. Now it's going to be Timbat's turn as Adoram jumps through the hole he just created. That was what the nat 20 was. Uh, against the roof as he breaks through. Armos, and he sees Zith, and he spits on the ground towards Zith as he makes another attack against Armos with his greatsword. Relentless. First attack is going to be a dirty 20, and his second attack is going to be a 14. Does. First attack is going to deal 18 points of slashing damage. Second attack will deal 20 six points of slashing damage. As he slashes down, almost, how much health are you at? How, 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 how messed up are you? I don't know if I could be messed up more in standing. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> how much health do you have, Web? Hang on. Uh, you I'm tell me yours, and then we'll tell you Armos's. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it, but I want the, everyone else to know. Guy. Hang on. Uh, doing math in my head. Oh, yeah, that's one. <laughs> With one point of Insane. health left, coming at you, coming through the roof, slashing down with his greatsword, relentless. Even Zith takes some of that blow as he is knocked down as you try to use him as a human shield. You are knocked prone at the severe damage you just took, and he points his greatsword at your neck, and he goes, Do you yield? And that is where we will end this week's session. It's bullshit. I'm taking way more damage than 20 before. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, by the way, uh, in this fight. Oh, way know. better oh, than know. I thought. But oh, we know. This is, this is fantastic. This is like a really even fight. I'm loving this. I'm loving this right now. I feel like... It's me fighting two bosses, you know, <laughs> alone. What do you how mean? on earth, how on earth could you I think know. that before I you know. literally blocked me with fire and then I couldn't do anything? <laughs> You're not blocked. <laughs> I was initially. I couldn't attack. They had to go over it. Mm. You did cut them off. Fight them. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did like a hundred <laughs> damage in one turn with his action surge. <laughs> this dude's arm is hanging off his body right in front of him Minus is saving the people uh, a bull for the people a bull for the people yeah. 
Minus uh, saving saving the NPCs doesn't help us at all. Okay, killing the bosses do. Come on, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, don't listen come to on, the menace. menace. Don't listen to the menace. <laughs> I won't let you die. Let them die. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. We'll get him next time. We're almost there. I'm mad that I didn't get to shoot him out of the sky because oh my god, the damage he would have took <laughs> would have been crippling. For sure. It would have let a dent, but, you know, that's why I have safety measures. Mm-hmm. Bullshit that you constantly throw at me. I'm going to use it as a human shield. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many of those uses he has of that reaction. We gotta I mean, got to be, it's got to be about time. Yeah. Uses. Yeah. An adequate amount of numbers. He can use that ability. Of course. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. I have that written mm. down. Of course. Of course. Mm. Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Let me let me throw in an ability without uses where he can just not take damage. <laughs> it's a reaction. My my least favorite thing that Tony does is all this fucking conversations I have with Adelram every single time, and he just punches me in the face all the time, <laughs> and I I can never go into a rage because Tony doesn't like give me the like I don't you know it's not like combat, so I can't be like oh I'm pissed even though <laughs> I would obviously be in a rage as I get repeatedly punched uh-huh. in the face. No, I actually think that's really funny, but is it D and D mechanics? All right, uh, suggestions. What do we got? Oh uh, yeah, we got time for a wreck. Mini Reese's Puffs. Delicious. Mm. No, don't plug cereal, dude. Come on, man. You're going to give people cavities. Word. Cereal's the best. Yo, I got a recommendation. Nobody's got one. Yo, Marvel Snap, bro. Such a fun game. I'm on a Marvel Snap kick again. Yo, again. Man, it's (laughs) so much fun. Again. It's so much fun. I just, it's a game I constantly go back to. It's quick and easy. I found my new favorite superhero. I didn't know existed. Apparently he came out in 2018. He's adorable. His name's Jeff. He's a land shark. He's a little shark with legs. He's just a little guy. He's amazing. Just a little guy. He's just a little guy. <laughs> Look up Jeff the land shark. It, you'll fall in love. Okay. You'll you'll fall in love. <laughs> Is that from those uh, motorcycle sharks movie? That's street show? sharks. Street sharks? Yeah. Imagine if street sharks has a baby. I was going to say, I just saw a picture of Jeff the land shark. Dressed up as a dolphin. Yep. It's about the cutest picture you can see. <laughs> he enjoys swimming and water in general, by the way, if you're wondering. And his ability in Marvel Snap is God tier. It's so good. There's like moves that limit where you could play cards, and Jeff ignores all of that. So it's like a turn based card game? Yeah. Imagine like um, it's super quick. Like a match only lasts like five minutes, if that, and it's six turns each, and you have to have the most power on two out of the three locations given, and then it decides who wins. Um, and then cards have, like, ability to, like, remove cards, a combo, and stuff like that. Super quick games, a lot of fun. I might have to check it out then. So you know the deal? Share your decks in the Discord. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people in the Discord that play it as well, so. It's pretty cool. I like the the coolest part about it is the fact that you can, like, if you think you're going to win, you can, like, ante up. So then the other, your opponent can either ante up as well or can back out so that they save their their things. It's pretty cool. I like that mechanic. You play for cubes. Yeah. And with that being said, we're going to go on and shout out the Patreon supporters. Say goodbye, everybody. Later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. I will not yield. 
And now it's time for the Patreon supporters. Starting with the Bloodshard Bandits. And first up, we have Benjamin Hayes, AKA the Dread. After escaping through the portal, the Dread ended up somewhere he would least expect. His demise? Met with an unknown assailant, the Dread seems to have left his plated coil. However, his emerald flame still burns. Now we have Dylan Snyder, best known as Reese the Bard. This Aladrin is back on tour, but his tavern shows have gone international. Leaving the Kingdom of Aramor, Reese is now currently playing in a more sunny side part of the world, the Kambuki Isles. It's worth noting that although his shows are great and spectacular, his last show was interrupted by some sort of earthquake, troubles underneath the Isles, perhaps? Julius Kendrick is next, and he stands before the king's tomb within the Moonbeam Cemetery, tightly holding the groundskeeper within his tatted palm. Slit! The groundskeeper falls as he is no more use to Julius. He enters the king's tomb, bloody dagger in hand, but also with an artifact, closely related to a lantern of some sort. It looks empty for now. Reigns is our next bloodshard bandit, and we are left with his memory. While his mother is left terrified as she recently sighted a frog-like monstrosity outside of Reigns' childhood bedroom. What could this mean? Wasn't the beast slain? Is his murderer still out there? Rumors say threatening croaks of a frog are heard during the witch's hour. Now we have Alara Dawnstar, and she just heard a crash within the main hall of the Scoraeus Chapel. She rushes to check, and it looks like the Acrylis Shard is missing. Shocked, bamboozled, and hoodwinked, a thief in broad daylight has stolen the things she was sworn to protect. What will she do? But we move from the chapel over the cliff and down to the shores of the Evertone Sea. Captain Scarrow is the next patron to be. This bloodshot bandit is a dastardly one indeed, as he holds something shiny in his clammy hands, deviously. Waiting for his moment, Captain Scarrow is quite the devil, as he's the new owner of an important shard, indeed. Artemis is next, and he's a hero to all, as he was just nominated as the best protector of the Sigic College. It has been reported that the bullying rate has dropped by an astounding 99% just in the last quarter. Ever since his run-in with our band of heroes, Artemis has a newfound purpose to protect all in need. However, he hasn't seen his friend Kemi Joe in some time. How sudden. Rommel, our wooden friend, has just reached the shores of the Kambuki Isles. How this woodfolk warlock tree managed to reach an island days away by boat is still a mystery. However, this woodwode stands tall and dedicated to his mission. He begins to commune with the jungle trees around him. Jack Scout is our last bloodshard bandit, and he has returned from his first hunt. After slaying a mighty chimera, Jax is the talk of the town. As he revels in his new small town fame, a jealous rival appears within the shadows. Will his second hunt be as good as his first? Andrew Hall is our first Sigic College alumni and the first senior wizard to flunk a class in the last 10 years at the Sigic College. Now Andrew Hall must retake Intro to Divination Innovation 401. Andrew is worried because this could delay graduation and affect his scholarship. 
Perhaps you should have taken studies of macro evocations in microeconomics. Next alumni is Sly, who has narrowly escaped the town guards by simply using a wheelbarrow disguised as an orc. However, he finds himself in another predicament. The wrong turn down an alley had led him behind a shady tavern in the wrong part of town. Jazz music is suddenly heard. Charging in next is Sakajua, the fastest centaur this part of South Trillis. Coming in hot as a town hero, this centaur is quite the popular athlete, as he is one of the top performers in Rocket Boot League. Did you hear that he's plat 4 in his division? Next alumni is Patrick Wenestrom, also known as The Punk. He has been making a scene in the underground music scene. This shadow elf is hardcore and anti-Aramore government to boot. His jams inspire to riot against the oppressive Red Guard regime. Robert Crisp is our next alumni and he's been down in the yeasts about his bread village being eaten. Back to his studies, he hopes to try again and improve on the town's crummy defenses. St. Chaos is our last alumni, however, he is still in jail. After sending a letter to Artemis, he hasn't gotten a reply back from him yet. Although he is unlucky of getting out of jail early, his prison wine business is quite lucrative. Now we move on to Humbrea's hero, starting off is Abdul Rahman. He has made a breakthrough with his anti-theft potion, but it was stolen before he could drink it. How unfortunate. But luckily, Alex Dredd has heard of this crime and he has vowed to bring the thief to justice, pro bono. Meanwhile, Nufarius Ducarius had just stumbled onto some liquid luck so that his next dragon bounty won't get stolen from him. Speaking of bounties, Man with Glass had just placed a bounty on a man who ruined his masterpiece. Man with Stone was just seen passing through the southernmost watchtower where Red Guard Sergio Rodriguez noticed him laughing to himself and he wonders, did he do something evil? And while Sergio was distracted, Captain Dandelion sneaks on by, stealing the bloodshards hidden within the tower. Looks like this thief is becoming greater. And traveling northward through the tower is Odimel, as she just gathered some rare herbs for a special healing potion. These potions should come in handy for Johnny Tar. Although Johnny has become a fierce fighter, that is not without a few battle scars. Luckily, these new potions should do just a trick with his next fight, who might be a lichen hunter. Caleb Schneider had just heard some rumors that Johnny Tar might be a lichen in disguise. He aims to reveal the truth in a deadly duel. Wow, this list is ever expanding, but that's all for this week's Patreon shoutouts. If you would like to be included in weekly Patreon shoutouts, go ahead and check out our Patreon. The link is down below. And until next time, have a great week, everybody.